Hey guys, so just like the end of the last episode, this one is going to be all camera audio, which again is not as high quality and unfortunately we just weren't able to recover the audio from our sessions with Carter, but I think it's worth it to give it to you guys as is, so I hope you enjoy it. I have called you, Debbie here. Hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandy Kitterman. And we are here to equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. And today, as promised, we have a continuation from our episode from last time with Carter, who is in my book. He was actually my mentor that gave me the topic for chapter 14, Submitted, Committed, and Connected, which we will talk about on a later podcast. So those of you, I hope you're really loving this because we're going to keep him here as long as we can. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to go back, and one of the things that, um, that we talked about in the previous episode was we started talking about the earlier days when we ministered and how that um, you had held on to that word for 30 days and the and the mother had said to you, if you would have given this to my daughter, it would have been so relevant. And Brandy and I were talking on a different podcast about our yeses are tied mm -hmm. to somebody else's blessing or somebody else's thing. And I think that's the thing that I've watched grow in you, which has pushed me out of my comfort zone at times too. Mm -hmm. um, because I remember ministering with you back in the day of... I'm going to stand here next to Carter, oh. right? And I'm going to, like, Carter seems to get all the stuff. And, um, oh, which then reminds me, I remember one time I asked to be like you. That's a good story. So we might, <laughs> we might fit that one in, too. You don't want to do that. You don't, you don't want to do that. You really that. don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You want to be who God created you to be. And I will Amen. share that story in a minute. Amen. But um, with with that, that, that was the, that that was the catalyst that made you stop holding <clears throat> on to things. But I think early on, I would just rely on you to get stuff, and then I would step out. And there was one particular instance that when we were off um, the podcast, we were talking about um, that Carter wanted to share about the early days Oh, yeah. Probably the first time we actually ministered together. One of the first times. Yeah. We always seemed to be paired up together yeah. when we would go places. We always ministered in twos. And for some reason, um, Carter and I were always paired together when yeah, we, we would go ministering. We were Yep, we worked really well together. well together. But there was this one time when we were ministering and we were in the flow of things, and I always let you go first because, like, you always got something. And I was, like, always praying and, you know, dear Jesus, give me something for this person, except for this one we're, particular we were time. All, we always kind of stand shoulder to shoulder, yeah. and we minister accordingly. And yeah. if, we, if one of us get a word, we go. But we go. I remember that this one time this, this, this young lady was, was, they were down several steps, and this one lady came up towards us, and there was a force field pushing, and, and I'm going, whoa. And, and I knew that I was not allowed to minister to that, that girl. And I just kind of stepped up a step, and I stood behind you, and you went, what? What? <laughs> what? So what did you get after that? <laughs> oh, I know. It was just like, I was shocked because we were used to, I mean, we really did stand shoulder to shoulder. We were partners in ministry, like together. And so we just kind of would go off of who went first at that point. Um, but when you stepped behind me, I like looked around like, what is he doing? This is the strangest thing. And then I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm ministering to her first. And there was... The, and I can't remember the specific word that the Lord gave me, and, and you're really better at that than I am. But she had, she had an issue with men. Yeah. 
she had an issue with men and that there was this thing that was in her and she didn't trust men. So for Carter to step behind me, she actually then received the word that I had and the word that I was able to deliver to her, she received, opened her up to Carter then being able to minister. And in fact, this is one of the first times that I've ever seen you do this. I, I've watched you do it many times over the last 20 something years, but you drop to your knee and I'm thinking, okay, now he's hiding behind me. Now he's on his knees. What is he doing? And that you took this young girl's hand and with tears in your eyes, Carter, you asked her to forgive you on behalf of all of the men I that remember. had hurt and abused her. And that was the undoing of this young girl. And I was standing there with my mouth like, I had no idea. I was just thinking, Carter's acting really strange. And it was the most <coughs> powerful thing in ministry. And I think that's why I loved working with you so much is because we learned to trust each other through the process, but also because you had God's heart and that you have this ability to sense where people are at. And because of that, I think she received not just the word that I had given her that opened her up, but she was able to receive healing and forgive people that had hurt her because of what you did. And like, how, like, how did you know? Like, how did you know that that was what she needed? I know we talked a little bit about, it's just hard, you know, you just but know. It was like a force field that <laughs> came up, but, but, you know, cause I, what am I going to do from here? Because it would have been perfectly okay to just leave it with you. And, you know, because you did minister to her and she doesn't have any repulsion from women. Yeah. But um, when I did that, um, you know, that was hard for me to do. Yeah. Um, it's not that I'm not willing to do that, but it, it's going to, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. I had had your covering, but I, it was weird. And, and, but when I did that, you could just feel that force field melt away. Mm -hmm. Because God loves her. Yeah. His love is intense for her. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The human spirit feels that yeah that's so good even the broken human spirit feels that and that's what we try to do and when we minister yeah edify exhort and comfort mm -hmm. and and really be that beacon of light and yeah. hope to people because that's what jesus called us to do he called us to be the light of the world he said you are the light of the world right mm -hmm. and that we need to do that and that day i saw that powerful truth of how powerful like you know me. I was always running from opportunities to step out. But that day, I couldn't hide behind anybody. You were hiding behind me. And it was me being obedient to the Lord. And I realized that my yes, I wouldn't have phrased it that way, but my yes was attached to her blessing. My willingness to step out and, and not necessarily be afraid, even though you stepped behind me. I knew you were there. I knew you had my back, but just really being obedient to what the Lord said was all that it took. And I think that's what people need to understand is that there's so much power in the prophetic word, the prophetic encouragement when we step out. And that's what I love about how God sends you to minister to people that are far from church or That's have right. been hurt in church. Right. And I know that you and your wife pray for at least a month over every single name. Salvation, that yep. Every salvation, everybody that says yes to Jesus, that you guys pray for them for a month um, because sometimes you don't see them. Oh, it's heartbreaking because you, yeah. you uh, they receive Jesus and very rarely do I ever see them again. Yeah. And But they're God's kids. It, in fact, it, it uh, powerfully affected me for a long time because I carried a burden, but we're not supposed to. No. You know, if God wants, God will take care of that kid. And I finally got a uh, an encouraging word from somebody else in that regard. And and they're God's kids now. I over the years I've had a couple, you know, years later come back from those notes. But um, they're God's kids. 
How can I ask you this question? Because you know, you said um, in the previous episode, in part one, you talked about that young couple that you were ministering to in the mm-hmm. coffee shop, and you uh, said that they went over and they wrote you notes on each side of the paper, and you called that a back note. Uh-huh. Um, we call that feedback, right? Um, yeah, yeah. You call it a back note because they're writing you notes. That's the way that you operate. And then when people actually tell us the story, we don't get that very often, mm-hmm. do we? No. But don't, it's, don't don't plan on that. Don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't plan on the feedback. Don't plan on, that. don't plan on the feedback. So those of you that are stepping out and operating in the gift of prophetic encouragement, you're not always going to get the feedback. But when you do, it is so encouraging, oh, yeah. isn't it? Um, so I did kind of allude to the fact when I actually asked God to let me be like you one time. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. You're in trouble. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard this full no. story. No, I've, heard this I've heard that you did, and then that you were like, I want to go back. I don't want to go there. So but. because, because and here, here's what it was, was I I ministered with you for, you know, probably five, ten years at this point. Mm-hmm. We had been ministering together, and so I had watched, like, you get um, such profound words of knowledge, and God gives you um, information about right where people are at. In fact, we're going to talk about that, about this message, because I think it's so powerful that um, that you wrote for this young 13-year-old girl in a minute. But um, I was so, I was impressed. I was kind of in awe, like, oh, I don't want just what I get, these stupid little, well, your, your, your church is called to be a house of prayer, like, blah. or I see you and, you know, you're in communications. You, the stuff that you got was so life-touching, changing, altering. Like, you knew stuff about people that only God could show you. Yeah, that's for sure. Right? And that's so, for sure. Um, and he uses me. And he uses you. <laughs> and he uses you. Yeah, God can use it. It's amazing. He can, use, he can use a donkey. He can. That's one of my favorite stories. It's like, I always say to people, if God can use a donkey. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> if God can use a donkey, he can use you. Um, but I remember, like, saying... God, why can't I be like Carter? And I start all of my classes. Carter, Carter's attended all the classes that I teach. And and you know this. I start out by saying, do not compare yourself to uh, you someone can't else. Do that. That's right. Like you, you can't, because I was comparing my gifting to yours. I was saying, but Carter does it this way, God. Why can't I be like Carter? And I was kind of like poo-pooing, if you want to say. Like I was just like, ah, the gift you gave me isn't good enough. I want to be like this. And I think that that we today in in it's human nature to always look at somebody else's stuff and want yeah. that for ourselves. When in reality, you know, I guess the buzzword is stay in your lane, uh, right? Stay yeah. in your lane. And at that time, I didn't want to stay in my lane. I wanted to be like Carter. I wanted to be like Carter. Be like Carter. So I asked the Lord, I prayed. I'm like, I want to be like Carter. And I was actually at a conference. Um, and I was sitting and we had done some ministry and we were doing some ministry to the leadership. And, and it was the done the conference and the next day we were staying for church service and I was sitting in the church service and like it was like the light switch got switched on in everything and it was like I knew everything about I knew everything I knew everything about people but what was most distracting was the stuff I was getting about the worship leader because there was some sin in his life and I'm like I mean it was kind of nauseating and I was like, this is overload. This is too much. Like, I can't handle it. And I got up, and I left the service, and I went into the bathroom. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Like, I think that's bad. That's bad. I shouldn't have this. I don't know what that is. And I was so overwhelmed. And I'm like, 
stalking up and down in the bathroom saying, whatever this is, I don't want this, take this out, shut it off, shut it off. Because it was like inundated, it was like overload, it was so overwhelming. And then I went back out to try to finish, I couldn't finish, I couldn't finish worshiping, I couldn't do that. And I thought, no wonder he has a hard time sometimes. Like, And I'm like, okay, Lord, so I've got to be able to figure out how to switch this off, but what is this? It wasn't actually until a couple days later when the Lord said, so how'd you like being like Carter? <laughs> and I was like, nope, 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 I'm ready to be myself. Just I'm me. Ready to be let me, me be me. <laughs> and so I thought that was that was a, a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. The Lord's like, oh, you want to be somebody else? Okay, I'll let you have a taste of that. And I never really fully understood when you said how overwhelming it was for you. Um, and so it gave me a new appreciation for you. And it gave me a new... Um, thing to pray for you too. Like, Lord, help him not be so overwhelmed. Help him to be able to sift through the information that he gets when he gets the information. Because that was a lot for me to handle. And I I have I have a huge profound respect for you after that point. Like I'm like now I realize, but now I've watched you grow it, cultivate it, submit to the Lord, and I've watched him grow it in you. I mean back then, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you were on target. But the Lord has honed that in you um, so, um, so good because of your obedience and your yes to him. So I want to thank you. And I know my kids have been, um, my kids have benefited from that. Although there's been times when they've run from you. I know. They go, oh no, he's heading my way. Yes. 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 Guilty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's times when I know. I, know, I love her kids. I know for sure that, that there was times, Brandy, when you would see Carter coming your way. And you would purposely duck around and hide. And Carter's like, That's fine. I had a word for Brandy. And I'm like, I can't yeah. find her. She's it was like a solid five months. Oh, yeah. That I just like avoided him because I knew what he had to say. <laughs> I knew what the Lord was trying to say to me. And I did not want to hear it. So I just yeah. avoided him. But yeah. But but every time that he did, it was right. It was at a yeah. pivotal time when even you and your brother had had things going on and the words of encouragement were really powerful, but there were times when you didn't want to hear it. And, oh yeah. And so, and he could tell, he could tell he would, you know, and he was just obedient to write it down and he would always hand it off to us. Um, we, we only have a few minutes, but I really think it's so important that, cause I think we're going to have you on some other episodes too, but yeah. I want you to tell me about the, this recent um, time that the Lord, allowed you to minister to a young girl that you didn't know her name, that your daughter was ministering to her, um, and that your daughter just said, hey, dad, could you pray for a girl? Did it was she Olivia. She yeah. just said it, Olivia. Yeah, yeah, somebody's name. That was and, this week. Yeah, and so, yeah, and I would love for you to kind of share that because I think people need to understand the power of operating in the gift of prophetic encouragement today in these times because we can affect change even if it's only one person at the time we can be a gift so could you um kind of share that story and can you kind of tell us what happened with olivia when your daughter reached out to you well um she just called and asked me if i got, would get a word for olivia i knew nothing and, and either you get it or you don't right and so um, I wrote it down because I started getting something, and, and, and I still have it. In fact, I had to take pictures of it because I had to send it to my daughter. And uh, the Word was talking about, about how she's standing and looking at how the Word of God applies to her life or is relevant to her now. Um, but, but behind her is all kinds of, of, of pain, suffering, sorrow, tragedy, and, and trauma in her life. 
and, and, and you know, how is she supposed to do that? And I shared the scripture that, uh, that everybody um, knows to trust in the Lord with all your might, but you can paraphrase that out better for English. It goes, um, trust God, period. Don't waste a lot of time and energy trying to figure everything out. Just make the best decision you can as they come up, and God takes care of the rest. I gave her that scripture, and I forget what the other one was. But anyway, in essence, she had to make some decisions, and she was really fretting over them. And so I sent those two scriptures, pictures of, of, of the word to Alyssa, and Alyssa called me back because the, the gal was still with her. And she says, Dad, that's amazing. And I, I said, why? And she says, Dad. Olivia's a 14-year-old girl, and for the last three years of her life, she has been prostituted out by her crack mother for money. And, and, and she's just now out of CPS, and how did you know, Dad? This, this is exactly what this girl, and the girl was sitting next to her, needed to hear, because that's exactly what she was talking to me about. How does the Bible apply to me? How do I get over this? How did you know that, Dad? And my, my daughter knows about prophetic. Right, so, she does. So, you know what? It's God. It's be a willing vessel. Yeah. And normally God just, um, we talk, talked about um, the faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Mm. And most Ooh, of the that's a good episode. <laughs> most of the people out there, God will give you a word. And, not, and I mean like a thought or, or a sentence. And then if you don't take a step with it, he's not going to need to give you anything else. Yeah. So many of us say, no, give me the whole paragraph and the whole book. I, or, otherwise I'm not going to do this. And most of my prophetic words are, are what I get impressed and I start it out. And then it goes from there. Yeah, that is so good. Well, I don't know about you, but I have been encouraged by having Carter here with us. Oh, yeah. And I actually think we are gonna, we're going to keep him in studio and record some more for later dates because the, this one, um, Faith is spelled R-S-K, is a really good one. And he says that one to me all the time. And we're going to have him talk about Submitted, Committed, and Connected from the man himself who actually drilled that into me um, on later episodes. So be sure to watch for those when they go live. But I am Debbie Kinnerman, and I just want to thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we encourage you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. And I'm Brandi Kinnerman, and if you guys... We're encouraged in any way. We would love it if you would subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and hit the little bell icon so that you know when we post next and give us a thumbs up. And if you're listening on a podcast um, or some sort, just give us a review. We like five stars. Subscribe, download our episodes, and we would love to hear from you in the future. Yeah, and we would love it if you would share it with your friends on social media and tell them about what you've been hearing here mm -hmm. on Dare to Hear the Podcast. And if you have a question or a topic or somebody that you want us to interview, if you want to send those to us at info at dare, the number two here.com, we would love to hear from you and we'll give you a shout out as well here on the podcast. And if you are intrigued by what we've been talking about with Carter here in the studio about how do you actually step out and do this? How can I start to operate in prophetic encouragement to be that beacon of light and hope? Then you can find out more about that in my book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, mm -hmm. Hearing the Word of God Amen. for Others. And you can find that on my website, debbiekitterman.com, and go to the store, or you can find it on any online retailer where they sell books. So we look forward to joining you next week. Get the book.